0: For tonight's profile, we talked to the opposition, the Nailers taking on the Cincinnati Cyclones, who for the second year in a row are coached by Matt Thomas. And Matt, uh, it's been another strong season for the Cyclones. You see yourselves in first place in the Central Division. But this week, you make a move to try and bolster things even more and give yourself an even a better chance of having late season and playoff success with the trade. A five-player deal. What do Ben Holmstrom
1: and Johnny Coglin bring to your team that you didn't have before, or maybe something they have more of? Well, wh- one thing. Uh, We've been uh, banged up a little bit on the blue line, so Johnny Coghlan just addresses uh, our depth in that area. Um, we've got uh, one in the American League and one uh, currently out with uh, with an injury. So uh, we've been rolling 6-D for a while. We lose a D in it. We only get back to 6, but more importantly... We get a guy that just fits in uh, in, in terms of what we're looking for uh, to, for a little help on our power play, and uh, uh, Johnny Collins obviously done that all year in Norfolk, and he's a he's a big guy. He adds a little bit of size to, uh, to us, and uh, and with some uh, with a big shot and some good feet, so he can uh, get up into the play, which is the style that we want to be able to play. So that's uh, that addresses that uh, the 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 biggest need we felt was to to help our team on the penalty kill in, in the form of a right shot center, and. Uh, You know, we had to give up Derek Angeli. That was a right shot winger that converted to a center this year and was playing... Uh, those minutes for us and doing a good job but uh, more of a power play guy and not a penalty kill guy and our power play struggled so um, and our penalty kill has been strong but I I have a feeling that we need to be stronger in that area so Ben's a guy that's been a captain for 8 years in a row in the American Hockey League and uh, a guy that has killed a lot of penalties, he's got a high hockey IQ and a guy that we feel is going to come in and really anchor that group so two things that we felt we needed currently but more importantly for the postseason run
0: I look at some of the games that we were involved with you last year and it seemed like once you got a lead it was like you were just going to run away and hide with it and 4-1, 5-1 scores. I noticed a lot more close games this season. Do you think that that's going to help you towards the playoffs having experienced some of those tighter games and learning how to finish them off when it's a one goal game late?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that we didn't love about our team last year as we got into down the stretch and into playoffs was when we weren't in position with a lead, we had a hard time clawing herself back into it and uh, I, I think one of the things that becomes um Really tough to do is score with space in the playoffs. Uh, everybody fights for every inch. Every all of a sudden, we're in February. You might have a player that elects not to backcheck as hard as he wants to because um, he's playing in Cincinnati on a Friday night, then he's going to Kalamazoo on a Saturday, and then heading to Brampton on a Sunday, like you guys are doing uh, in the playoffs. Guys are all in, and uh, so time and space uh, is at a premium. And we we try to build our build our team this year with a little a little bit more grit and a little bit more snarl and guys that more importantly are all about earning space and they're not the flash and dash guys that are going to toe drag and drop pass and one time pucks all, all across the ice and uh, we were that type of team last year and we couldn't score in the second round of the playoffs so uh, we were willing to sacrifice goals through the regular season and, and potentially playoff position to be a team that was built more for a postseason run. Um, and, I, and I like us in that area. You, you know, As coaches, we, we, we tend to harp on the things that we don't do well, and uh, I'd like to score more goals, but I also know that uh, our focus is on a, a long postseason run, and we're, we're hopeful that this group is the type of group that can go do that for us.
0: You obviously have your goals here, and like you mentioned, having a long se- long postseason run is very important. The affiliate also has its goals in developing players, Buffalo and Rochester, is who you're with. How are you able to make that relationship work, and for both of you to achieve the same goals where you want to win
1: and they want to develop? Well, it's always tough, right? I think the, uh, the one thing that uh, get sacrificed with development sometimes is winning and uh, with winning sometimes it's development that uh, gets sacrificed and I think the one thing that Buffalo and Rochester have a real good handle on is that both of those things can be done together and players that win have a better attitude, uh, the culture becomes a, a better culture in terms of putting in the work to get better as an individual player and uh, they, they they stress winning and one of the things that when you're in a rebound build like Buffalo's been in here uh, trying to rebuild the NHL club is they know players that are going to be playing in the in the minors and potentially one day going up to play for the big club when they come from an environment and a culture of winning and hard work that just spreads throughout the uh, the locker room and that's the type of guys that help push an organization over the edge. So we're we're doing our best. Uh, you know sometimes in our in our league between travel and, and game schedules, uh, practice time starts to dwindle. Uh, Uh, Time in the gym starts to dwindle, and uh, we've been fortunate in the month of February here to get back to a traditional schedule. We've obviously played the most games in the division, and uh, we had a heavy first half. Our schedule uh, gets a little bit lighter as we finish the year so it, it allows time in the gym it allows a little bit more detail and you can get into a little bit more X's and O's teaching in terms of detail in your uh, in your practice plan where through most of November December and January for us it was just about keeping the guys sharp and, and fresh and not a lot of gym time opportunity and not a lot of time to, to slow practice down and teach so uh, I think it sets up well for us to be a team that if we can keep winning, gives us an opportunity to spend a little bit more time in practice uh, fine, fine-tuning the areas that we think we need to do.
0: The schedule really heating up for the Nailers, and it's a very division-heavy schedule. You know the division as well as we do. You're in a great battle with Toledo at the moment. The Nailers are in a four-team shuffle for two spots. Having seen Wheeling seven times already this season, what do you see as being some of the more dangerous aspects of this team that could help them out down the stretch?
1: Well, you know what, it's uh, it's funny, and I think that it's a great point because Every time we play Kalamazoo, we feel we're in a war, and we're going to need to find a way. And they're the team right now is at the bottom. Um, I think Indy's a tr- tremendous team in a lot of areas. They're very tough to play against in terms of their speed. Uh, I think when you look at a team like Fort Wayne, they're big, they're heavy, and they've got a veteran presence with some guys that can really, you know, really change a game at any any moment. And you take the, all those teams and you throw Wheeling in the mix, fast. Hardworking. I think Mike Davis and Gene Riley have done a tremendous job um, retooling the team in areas that needed some some uh, some attention. Uh, I know the defense core has almost been completely rebuilt from the beginning of the year, and uh, but the forward group has been what's impressed me the most. I, I, I think anytime a player goes up and a different guy comes down, they're still fast and they're still hardworking and they're and they're tough to contain. And we we we've had wars with the the nailers all all year. And we've had games that have come down to the wire, and it's kind of been who's going to make the big play late in a game, and uh, and quite frankly, I, I think it's been anyone's game, and a lot of a lot of those with each team having a couple runaways. Uh, Victories, but uh, it's it, for me. It's a uh, we know that the Nailers are going to give us everything we, we can handle. You cannot take a shift off against this team. Uh, they're dangerous with, uh, uh, with with their lineup and uh, three lines that just roll out at you, and any one of them can score. And I think when you have that depth, it's something that each every team that you, when you're playing each other, you've got to be really really mindful. There's no easy shift, and um, the, the one thing about our division, there's no easy game, but you can break it down to there's just no easy battle. There's no battle that's a given uh, to when you got to go in all, all out in that. And I think you're seeing that from every team in our division right now, and it's why this division heavy schedule to close out is going to be really, really interesting and, and critical in terms of seeing who finishes where and uh, who's got the opportunity to, to play for a, uh, a division championship in April.
0: And I know the fans appreciate it as well. Your building will be rocking tonight. Our building will be rocking next Saturday as this great rivalry gets to hit the ice once again. Matt, I can't thank you enough for spending a few minutes with me, and it's going to be fun to see how it shakes down. I know I'd love a playoff series against you guys. That'd be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, obviously good luck to, uh, to you guys. It's uh, it's it's always been a great rivalry, and uh, been, I've been going to the wheel for a long time uh, from my days back in Atlantic City, and it's always always fun uh, to get to go toe-to-toe with the Nailers, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how everything does shake out.
0: Matt Thomas, head coach of the Cincinnati Cyclones, on our intermission report, out-of-town scores, and 3rd pre action next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.